Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Living Astrology with Janet Hickox. Grab your cup of coffee or your tea, sit back, and let's chat about what is happening in the stars above for today, Monday, May 15th. We're already halfway through the month, if you can believe that. And we have quite a bit to talk about today, so let's just dig right in, shall we? Uh, first off, I hope all of the mothers out there had a wonderful Mother's Day. I spent the day by the pool. It was hotter than you know what here, and well, hotter than what we're used to anyway. <laughs> but it was beautiful, so we spent time playing games outside and playing in the pool, so it was fun. Good morning to those of you who are checking in with us already. Tom, hello. Good day, Astro family. He says, Julie, good morning to you. And Joan Durchy, happy Monday to you as well. And I'm sure there are others of you listening. So good morning to all of you. So we have a really interesting week coming up this week. We have some big changes going on, but they are, you know, usually <laughs> the changes we've had going on have been kind of strenuous right? These changes this week, well, they may be strenuous in their own way. They tend toward being very positive changes. The first big thing happening this week is Jupiter moving into Taurus. And we've talked a lot about that, but today we're going to look at it through each of the signs. So which in, in general terms, I can't look at it for each of you personally in each one of your charts, but I can look at the signs and tell you a little bit about what you might expect. And then we also are having a Jupiter, as soon as he moves into uh, the sign of Taurus, he comes into a square uh, with Pluto, the major transformative planet. So we have huge transformative energy being triggered by Jupiter. Jupiter, remember, growth and expansion, Pluto, death, rebirth, destruction, and the whole transformative nature of things. So that should be an interesting thing. And then we end the week uh, with a new moon and mo Mars moving into Leo. So lots of different things for us to break down and talk about today. I will be on air on Friday. That will be before the new moon. But I, if I can give you a little bit of a heads up today, I will because the new moon will literally be just an hour uh, maybe like, I think, 46 minutes into the broadcast on Friday morning. So it doesn't give me a whole lot of time on Friday to get you up to speed on what the new moon is going to be. Uh, okay, so let's start off where with where our moon is today. She has moved into the sign of Aries. And Aries, as you all know, is a Mars-driven sign. So we have very dynamic energy. Uh, and also very maybe confrontational or constructive movement, like motivation to move forward in our moon today. And that may make us feel more adventurous or more energetic, but also more impatient and more impulsive than usual. So we are needing to watch out for a couple of those kinds of things uh, today actually through uh, Wednesday. So if you're feeling like I really need to get this done, now Mercury isn't retrograde anymore. So we have, you know, more of the, you know, green light energy to move forward. Uh, just watch out though, that you're not, you know, doing things impulsively or with a sort of reactive nature. That's not necessarily what we want to do, but it can be what we feel compelled to do uh, for the next couple of days. 
Now we can also experience a surge of emotional energy when the moon is in Aries, especially things like anger or frustration or upset and, you know, impatience plays into all of that. So while moon in Aries is a good time to sort of initiate action in some way. I'm looking at the wrong camera again. My, my good camera will not work. I don't know what the heck is going on. It worked for me for Zoom, but it don't work for me. It doesn't work for me for uh, StreamYard. Have no idea why. It pretends it doesn't know it has a camera plugged in. <sighs> Thought it would be all over with with Mercury going direct. <laughs> So while this is a time to initiate good pro new projects or taking new action on things, we want to balance the need for us to do something new with not being impulsive about it, right? So jumping in feet first uh, or diving in head first might need to be much more deliberated before we do it. And besides that, we're also in the dark of the moon leading to the new moon. So it's not necessarily an auspicious time in the uh, transit of the moon or the lunar cycle to start something new. Now, again, this is going to be unique to each one of you. You all have Aries and one of 12 houses in your chart. So the action area that we're talking about where the moon is, is where Aries is in your chart. Okay. When we look at this chart, if this chart were a person, there we go. Here's the chart for the day. Uh, we see that Aries would be in the 11th house. So the new action, perhaps, or the next steps that the moon might reveal would have to do with maybe networks or friends or humanitarian efforts or uh, in some way creating an income from the work that you do, the job that you have or career that you have. So anyway, be careful not to act too rashly during these next couple of days. You don't want to be aggressive or be overly assertive. And the other thing is when Mars is ruling the moon as she is, as he is during this time, we can become accident prone, right? We can get so busy doing that we don't slow down enough to see that there is a brick in our way and we trip over it and fall on our faces, right? That kind of thing. So be careful. Um, try to balance your enthusiastic nature, you know, the thing that the high energy with caution maybe, and some diplomacy if you're in a, in a conversation with someone. And the moon in Aries can also impact your relationships in terms of independence within the relationship um, and becoming more passionate, perhaps, in your relationship. So watch that as well. Uh, but we do seem to have more excitement with the moon in Aries but we can also be more prone to arguments and clashes with people. So we just need to be mindful about how we say what we want to say, how what steps we actually take forward, respecting the feelings and the uh, words of other people. And yet we want to be able to embrace our own uh, inner fire, our inner passion, right? And be able to harness that to use courage to take the next steps forward. So we have a powerful moon for the next couple of days, but in a closing out phase of the lunation cycle, which means that we're kind of caught between starting and holding until we actually have the new moon in Taurus on Friday. All right. 
Uh, good morning. As more people have joined us this morning, Michelle Gay, good morning to you. Pam Zaruba, hello, Christine Narges, good morning. And JLo, hello, there you are. It is good to have you joining us this morning. Now, as well today, we also have a transit of Mars in a trine to Neptune. So remember the words that link the planets. So trine, conjunction, square, in conjunct, da, da, da. Those are just words that tell us about the nature of the relationship that the two planets are having. So we have Mars, the planet of action and dynamic motion moving forward. And we have Neptune, the planet of higher spirituality, our connection to our higher self or spirit or God or source, whatever you want to call that universal mind. Um, coming into an ease and flow, right? The trine represents the ease and flow of the energy between the signs. And that's because in this case, they're in like elements. They're always in like elements when they're in a trine. So the, these elements are water, Neptune and Pisces, Mars and Cancer right now. Now remember, Mars is not necessarily the happiest camper in Cancer. Not at all. He's a fire planet in a water sign. Now, when we can take our Marsh, Martian energy and we can harness it and put it towards something, then we're using the power of what would be steam, Mars, heat, in water, cancer, and then putting it to work for us instead of against us or instead of just having it billow away and do nothing. So we want to be able to take that Mars, Martian energy and put it to work in spiritual ways right or in more higher thinking higher mind sort of ways right neptune so it's an aspect though that indicates that these are harmonious planets right there's a blend of the passion and the the uh, assertiveness of mars with the spirituality and the um the the more unconditional loving aspect of neptune and the people this also can lead us into creativity. People who have this set up in their natal charts can be highly creative, compassionate, and they have a sort of charisma that draws people to them. So we might all sort of feel a little bit right now like we have this, this ability to really engage people in conversations or in spiritual conversations particularly that um, bring you know people together right bringing unity instead of separation even if we're you know in two completely different uh worlds or in you know have two completely different viewpoints now there's also a strong desire to help others when this comes up it does stimulate our need to help one another or to be humanitarian sort of uh, Neptune has that very strong sense of compassion and unconditional love and that they in, in that case we want to apply that to the state of uh, other people's lives in some cases or into you know a situation that we may find. This can also be a very sensual and attractive magnetic appealing kind of combination. People may be drawn to you or you may be drawn to other people that um, are different from your usual, right? That So it's time to engage things from that higher perspective, from the spirit you, the divine you. Now, when this transit happens, there's often the need or we're, 
we are often finding ourselves engaged in pursuing some kind of dream or um, a goal, uh, an ideal, right? We might, because Neptune also rules the ideals of things. And as well, Mars adds that creativity to it. So we have the creative pursuit of higher spiritual ideals. That is it in a nutshell. Um, but it can also trigger our higher sort of intuitive, psychic perceptions. Um, I just, I have this dream that I had this morning that's just sitting on the edge of my perception. Like I, I can sort of sense the aboutness, but I can't give the details. So it brings it, it's hard to bring it into words. So a transit like this coming along can help understand some of the more subconscious things that need to come into the conscious mind that can help you uh, to understand yourself or others in a better way or an easier way, perhaps even. Um, but it can also motivate us to join up to causes. Uh, make sure any cause that you might feel drawn to join up to is really in alignment with your values, your vision, the truth of who you are. Uh, and it might be environmental, it might be humanitarian, it could be, you know, like spiritual warriorship kind of energy uh, that is with us uh, for the day. Actually, it's with us for the week. And when I looked at the new moon chart, they're still within two degrees of one another. So we even have that going, that, that Mars trine Neptune going into the new moon. So that is also interesting to see. Psychedelic Samurai, hello. Uh, yes, you can pay for readings. You could go to my website, www.living-astrology.com. See if I can post that there for you. And you can take a look at all the different readings that are available. So that's where you can go. Now, also what comes, so today is also the last day of the human design week where we had the sun at the gate 43 and the earth at the gate 23. I just said that backwards, sun at 23 in the Ajna and the earth at the 43 on the throat center. We talked a lot about the 23 on Friday when we were discussing how Uranus has moved into the gate 23. So we have, you know, we're finishing up that week where the sun and Uranus have been in sort of this conjunction, stimulating our need to re to rebel or remake ourselves to liberate ourselves or free ourselves from something. So today's the last day for that. And then tomorrow we move into the human design sun at gate eight and the earth at gate 14. And I always think of this gate or this combination of gates as a very highly money motivated week. Now, that doesn't mean a bad thing. It's not like money motivation where it can be, but it's mostly how we start to look at abundance in our lives and how we are you know, willing and able to expand outside of the usual things that we think of as having to scrape and you know, to you know, get out there and make something of ourselves to earn money, right? Instead of following the path of, I want to make money, which it, it, that I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying instead of doing it that way, this week seems to say, do what you love, 
do what's the most important to you and the money will follow right it's it's the it's the different it's not putting the cart before the horse right it's not going after money it's going after what you love and then that generates the money so when we look at the sun at the gate eight oh hey you know what we can actually do this on my body chart so you can follow along and see my body graph there we go and no it's not that one it's body graph there we go and in just a minute i will share my screen with you I meant to bring this up and i didn't okay so let me share share screen okay so now you guys should be seeing a blank human design chart and if we start to look here hopefully when i click on this it's going to show you where i'm doing okay so let me go back to Streamyard. somebody just chime in and tell me uh whether you are yes i'm seeing it so you guys are also seeing the change all right so what we have here is another throat center gate and it is eight, the number eight right here. And in your own personal human design chart, you'll want to look at the throat center and see if you have any color coming down from the gate eight or if it's white. If it's white, that means you have that gate open, which means that you have inconsistent access to some of the energies that we're gonna talk about here in a moment. If you have it defined or colored in, it could be either red or black, or if you're using my program, it could be either light blue or uh, pink. And that means that this puts more emphasis this week on that energy for you. So you might wanna track down what planet is defining that gate for you so that you can understand how the sun is influencing the planet that you have there, right? The sun being here is the light right? It's, it's the main focus that we have for this week. And the sun here represents your life force and your true self, right? That's what it represents in human design. And it shows what you're here to express and manifest in the world. Now, while it's transiting this gate, it doesn't necessarily change your life purpose or your focus, but it does kind of tweak it somewhat. It adds a, a, a layer here of this individualistic energy of contrib contribution, of looking to contribute something unique and original to the collective that is wholly unique to you. So we are feeling very creative at this point in time, and we're not afraid to stand out on our own, right? To stand out in our gifts, to sort of rearrange things in our lives toward what we truly value or what we truly see as, as um, our perfect self, right? Not what everybody else wants us to be or not what society seems to be pressuring us to do. But if I was left to my own devices and I didn't have to make decisions, if I didn't think I had to make decisions that other people would accept or not accept, what would I do? Who would I be, right? So we'll all have sort of this gift this week in finding our true expression, the beauty and the meaning of what it is that we personally can bring to the world. Yeah. And this is a time for us to then shine our talents, right? Shine, put, shine that spotlight on our talents, whether that's art or music or writing or 
you name it, right? Any creative, building a business, working on websites, building graphics, um, all forms of self-expression um, are lit up at this particular time. Okay. If you're someone who does not have the gate eight normally defined, this is transient energy, right? It's only going to last from the 15th or 16th until the 20th, right? So four or five days. So be, be aware, right? Don't, don't build yourself up to be something. And then that energy moves away and then it's no longer there. But the basis for the, the, the gate is there always because you even if it is undefined you still have access to it right we are all designed to be creative to be self-expressive to contribute from our unique genius into the world and I'm, i'll check back to Streamyard in just a minute and make sure this is all making sense to everybody now while the sun is at the gate 18 or gate eight. Oh my Lord. Uh, the human design earth is going to be at the gate 14. And it's a placement that tells us what we have a natural talent for in creating abundance, right? Earth is going to highlight again, these two are working together, the sun at eight, the earth at 14 to bring us a strong sense of self-worth a strong sense of purpose that's designed around who we specifically are and what our specific gifts and talents are. And it also tells us how to use those resources wisely, right? You know best about how to use your creative energy, right? You know best where it shines, with whom it shines, and when to use it, right? That's the whole premise here. Um, this is a week of money and of sharing our wealth, sharing our gifts, sharing our resources, but doing it wisely. The 14 sits on the sacral. It is the only place in the chart that we work for money. The 14 works for money, but abundance itself doesn't come from this. Abundance comes from over here at the 55. It's an emotional alignment. So we have to remember to become emotionally aligned because that impacts the flow of resources to us and our resources that we use our money, right? So you have to know how to set boundaries around what is yours and what is not yours to do. Like what do you want to achieve versus what everybody's pressuring you to achieve? And then enthusiastically move toward sharing those gifts. So, have confidence this week. And the highest expression of this gate in, in uh, the gene keys is bounteousness. I love that word. Bounteousness means like we're just overflowing with bounty. And when we are in individually overflowing with bounty, it impacts everyone around us. So um, it's a great week for finances, I think. All right. So let me stop sharing and go back over here to StreamYard. How's everybody doing? Any questions about any of that or how it might impact you? Uh, da -da, Mercury, Mercury went direct yesterday, actually. Yeah, Mercury went direct kind of late at night, though, at 8.11 p.m. And I was so tired from all of the events yesterday, I just didn't even notice. <laughs> I wonder if you noticed, Tom. Actually, that would have been 11, 
11 for you, Tom. <laughs> 8.11 for me. 11.11 p.m. for you. That's like making even a new gateway for you to do something with. J-Lo, if we learn to dance with the planets, we will flow with them. I love that. I love it. I love it. All right. I don't see any questions popping up. So hopefully everybody's um, got that. Uh, now, why did that comment not post? There we go. For some reason, um, a, what was the person? Psychedelic Samurai. The um, Oh, it did on YouTube, but it didn't on Facebook. That was it. So, yeah, and you're on YouTube, so you've got that. Okay, good. Uh, anyway, back to questions. Uh, if you have those, put those in the comment section. Now, if you're uh, on Facebook, the comments will also show up for me. And, of course, on YouTube, they, they do as well. All right, now we're going to transition over to Jupiter in Taurus. Now, I happen to love Jupiter in Taurus. There are some really good energies around abundance here and optimism about the future and expansion expansive growth oriented energies and you know jupiter takes 12 years to go around the zodiac so it's been quite the while since jupiter was actually in this sign um, but taurus we have to look at too right taurus is a sign of the of stability security building a foundation um, sensuality simplicity, you know, getting back to the basics. Um, so we're learning and expressing growth around security and what's truly abundant and simplicity, simplifying our lives. And this will be a year-long process from May 16th through May 25th of next year. So we have time to learn about how we value and enjoy and appreciate the material world, right? The land even. Taurus is a sign of the land. It is earth, right? Earth energy. After we got off the air on Friday, I saw that, um, I think it was a Supreme Court ruling here in this country about growing crops, about uh, not growing crops, about treating animals that uh, in a better way. I guess California had, you know, set a law about um, pigs, uh, uh, hogs, and the environment that they had been forced to live in. And the, the law stated that they had to be treated humanely and they had to have space to move, not just hogs, but all uh, their uh, farm animals. And so they had to be treated humanely. They had to have plenty of room to move. They had to have access to fresh air, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the, the bigger uh, associations of farmers and uh, hog, I don't even remember the name of the group, but the, 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 the lobbies, right? They, went, they took the case to the Supreme Court. They didn't want to have it mandated that they allow their animals to be treated humanely right I, and I, I'm, I'm the whole thing is just crazy but this the Supreme Court ruled in favor of of California's law so now on the books for literally a, a precedent being set for the rest of the country is that we treat our animals humanely 
I love it. That is so Taurus. That is so Jupiter in Taurus. Jupiter actually, you know, growing things to become more engaged from the heart, even if you think about it that way. And agriculture being a part of the transit of um, Jupiter through Taurus. But I also had to go looking for where Ceres, the mother goddess, um, because she tends to be very much around agriculture, the actual growing of things and the actual care of the land. And she is in Aquarius, hmm. doing things in a new way, right? Setting up innovative techniques, um, becoming more creative about how we care for, in this case, the animals uh, that enter the food chain, right? And I think that has a big human, human impact as, you know, you're actually ingesting the pain and suffering that these animals go through. Think about that, right? Energetically. So anyway, that's a whole nother subject, but I thought it was interesting. It's happening just at the time when this energy is coming into play. Now, this does bring a period of prosperity and comfort to us, pleasure, like all of you out there in your zodiac sign, whatever sign you are, will be impacted in the positive by this, even if you don't have your natal Jupiter in Taurus or you have no planets in Taurus, it's all there. Um, so we may have more opportunities to increase our income or our assets, uh, becoming more relaxed maybe around finances. I think it has a positive impact on the economy at large. Um, in our lives, we may find ourselves attracted to more of the beautiful things, right? Taurus is ruled by Venus. Venus loves beauty and harmony and high quality uh, things, not, you know, the cheapy little things, whatever is of quality. And we may all sort of develop a deeper appreciation for all things beautiful, including art or music or nature, right? All of those things feel better to us during this period of time. Now, interestingly enough, other Taurus, Jupiter in Taurus transits have had a pretty high impact on women in the world, right? Does the sign of Taurus is a feminine sign. It's ruled by the planet Venus that rules women. So if we go back through history, uh, Jupiter transits through Taurus elevate women in some way, uh, bringing, uh, you know, uh, subjects around women up to the public consciousness, um, showing how women stand out, right? It's just elevating the divine feminine principle. So I also think that's more interesting, at least here in the USA, as we're heading into what will be an interesting election season. So I kind of think even around the world that we may see more women elevating in politics and in corporations and in, uh, you know, different um, humanitarian um, companies. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. All right, so now let's break it down by sign. And again, this will be just general. I can't tell you how general this is going to be for each of you, right? But it gives you an idea. But you'll also want to look at your own astrology chart because you're going to want to see which of these things are going to be um, important for you because it's going to sit in a house. You'll, you'll want to look to where Taurus is in your house, what house Taurus is in your chart. 
Um, you want to see if it's in your house. Um, now, if you're an Aries, so an Aries, you're going to have more luck, perhaps, with money and resources. Remember, Jupiter is luck and fortune. But we want to make sure that we don't get overly extravagant, right? There's this nature of Jupiter that can sometimes keep pushing the boundaries and doesn't know when enough is enough. So we do have to watch out for that thing. Uh, we, we, we have this desire to grow and expand and we use optimism. But if we become overly optimistic, then we can, it can cause us to overcommit, um, oversell ourselves, that type of thing. So we want to avoid that in Aries because this is about luck and resources in your chart or, you know, in your life. You want to be careful that you enjoy the things you've worked for, but you still have to be persistent and practical in how you move forward, how you um, attract more resources to yourself, how you use that luck and that fortune. All right, Taurians, um, you have a major boost of confidence, charisma, sensuality, because Jupiter's in your sign. I'm sitting back watching the one, two, three, four, five uh, Taurians in my life, in my family, uh, as things begin to build for them. I'm seeing job opportunities and promotions. I'm seeing um, my Taurus granddaughter is having her tonsils and adenoids taken out today. Uh, she's 20 years old, so it's kind of late to have that done. But I know that is going to impact her life dramatically because she's been sick over and over and over again with things going on with her tonsils. So it's opportunities, right, to, to be more uh, in alignment with the good things in life, right? Health is one of those things, aligning yourself with good health. And the one thing Taurus will have to work on because it can be difficult for you is your flexibility, your openness, and being generous with your time and so forth, all right? Again, you don't want to go overboard in that, right? So be careful with that. Gemini. Uh, we, Geminis, may end up with more spiritual peace and spiritual awareness. Uh, for us, this is equatable to spiritual growth. We may discover that there's something hidden within us, maybe a hidden psychic talent. Um, but we need to work on trust and faith and intuition uh, during this transit. Cancer, you might have more social connections and support from your friends and your networks of people that you are engaged with. You might also make new friends. You might also be willing and open to joining new groups or new clubs, things like that. But you still need to work on your independence, right? Not, not blending yourself completely into that group, staying who true to who you are. You need to work on freedom and individuality as well. Leos, you are looking at the possibility of more success and recognition in your professions, your career or your public life, how the public sees you and what you share with the public. Um, you may also find that you're achieving your goals, you know, based on ambitions and dreams and things that, you know, that you had uh, going on through Aries, right? You're bringing with, with Jupiter through Aries. Remember, it was the seed planting. And now we're moving into the cultivation of the seeds that were planted. So 
you may actually see the results of some of those goals and things that you've been working on coming to fruition. You still may need to work on the Leo things like humility, uh, responsibility, and integrity, right? That's going to support you in being able to be your best out there with Jupiter and Taurus. Virgo, you may have more learning and travel opportunities during this period of time. You want to be able to expand your, your worldview, expand your horizons or broaden your horizons. This is very ninth house feeling. So it might come through travel. It might come through taking new college courses or taking up a new form of study. Um, but you may need to also work on optimism because there could be a tendency to get into the pessimistic side. You might want to have more adventure to release maybe some of the OCD tendencies or some of the, the routines and habits that you've gotten into. So you might want to cultivate new habits or new routines that are more expansive in nature. Libra, you might be in a transformation and empowerment theme. Now, this can lead you to positive changes, positive changes in finances, in your health, in your relationships, in the way that you see yourself, right, your self-image. Um, but you also may need to work on staying a little bit more detached from you know, your attachment to how things should be. Um, you want to work on resilience and courage, right? These are things that are going to support you in these transformative energies. Um, and, you know, by transformation, sometimes we have to first go through the little death and then regenerate ourselves into rebirth, right? That is the path of Libra during this period of time. So wherever you have Libra in your chart, that's the area of life then that transformation is coming for you. Makes me think I need to look at a few of my Libra family members as well. Scorpios, you may find more happiness in your relationships, your partnerships, whether they're business or pleasure, and also more harmony with the people that you are in relationship with. And you might also find that you deepen the bonds that you have with the people. If you've been holding people off, you know, at arm's distance, this might be the time for you to embrace them and bring them more into, um, you know, closeness to yourself. But you also still need to work on not compromising yourself. You also want to stay in balance and, and fairness, right? It has a kind of Libra overtone for you if you're a Taurus. So exist, existing relationships deepen, but you might also find yourself making new relationships and partnerships during this time for this year. It's a whole year. Sag, you may have more benefits to your health, to your wellness, to the way that you support your environment. You may also find that your habits and routines also are impacted. Maybe, you know, deciding to add a quick, brisk walk to your uh, your healthy habits or, you know, dropping uh, something. You're, you're in a more purifying uh, frame of mind. Uh, but you still need to work on discipline. Remember, Sagittarius likes freedom. So sometimes discipline is the last thing that they want to play with. But they'll need to bring, you'll need to bring discipline, organization, and deficiency into your life. These are Virgo characteristics that you might need to adopt. Capricorns, you guys got the good one. Yours is a very fifth house, fun, play, creativity, pleasure, 
love and romance, more of that coming in your life. You may also be able to express yourself and your feelings more openly and authentically. Capricorn, you know, is a sign ruled by Saturn. And sometimes there's more of that taciturn holding back of the expressions of these things. And then if they open that door to the emotional energy coming from cancer, it can just gush and be so beautiful. But they may need to work on letting go of some of that serious nature, bringing more joy and playfulness and spontaneity into their lives. Aquarians, you may find more comfort and security at home, home and family and building on the traditions that you have created for your own family are important. You may be able to strengthen your roots to your community, to your family and your traditions in a way that you've not been able to do before. Sometimes Aquarians can be kind of aloof and not care. They can seem aloof and not caring so much about those types of things. But this is a year for you to get more engaged in the uh, family orientation, um, but they will still need to work on stability, building the foundation, having roots and loyalty, staying true to oneself and nurturing, right? Taking care. Finally, Pisceans, you may have more communication going on this year with Jupiter and Taurus, more of the informational, like sharing of things, teaching. You may also be learning yourself, but this feels more like you'll be outwardly uh, sharing with other people, your ideas, your opinions, what you've written, your creative uh, pursuits and being doing that with more confidence and being more effective at sharing your information with other people. But you still need to work on staying in the logic real world, right? Pisces kind of sometimes gets into that ideal world and then the real world sucks for them. So being logical, being in the real world, being in cl having clarity and being honest with yourself and with other people. All right, I think we covered them all there. How's that going with everybody? Uh, are we looking at our sun as well as house Taurus is in? Yes, certainly. You could look at, you want to look at it holistically. But what I'm doing here is just giving you an idea of what Jupiter in Taurus would do for each sign. And we do that in astrology by moving the by moving the sign of let's say Gemini to the uh, ascendant and then where that puts Taurus is in the 12th house and so Jupiter would be transiting through the natural wheel of the zodiac it, it may not be your own 12th house it, but it has that 12th house energy associated with it so let's see Christine I don't remember if you're a Pisces I think you're a Pisces so we'd move Pisces to the first house Right. And that would put um, Taurus on your second house or third house communication. Right. All right. Any other questions out there? You guys are you guys are surprisingly understanding everything. I love it. Let's look at a, Jupiter now right after Jupiter moves into Taurus, like almost immediately. Immediately, if not sooner. <laughs> Actually, it's happening now. If you look at orbs, it would be an out of sign orb um, that Jupiter is having a square with Pluto. So as Jupiter moves into Taurus, the first degree is always the zero degrees. And Pluto is sitting at zero degrees of Aquarius and Aquarius and Taurus are squaring one another. 
So we'll have a Jupiter square Pluto aspect. Now that's everybody, right? We're all going to be impacted by this. And it's a challenging astrological aspect um, that indicates sometimes a conflict between the two powerful sources of expansion, Jupiter, and transformation, Pluto, right? So people who have this aspect in their natal charts, they have big ambitions and they're very strong, have a very strong drive to succeed and to get where they want to go. So all of us now by transit are going to experience this ambition and this drive to get us where we want to go. But you'll also have to face obstacles here. So the, the first thing that we note as we're transiting through uh, Taurus is going to be the obstacles. Like what's standing in our way? Is it people? Is it our own subconscious minds? Is it our belief system? A lot of times it's our belief system. Jupiter does rule our beliefs and our philosophies. So we have to face opposition maybe from the people in our lives who don't want us to change. Maybe we're our own worst enemy, right? And we're having to face our own self-sabotage. No matter what though, all of us are gonna have to deal with issues around power, our own personal power, other people who have power over us, control, how do we wanna control things? And how do we relax control? Because it's not appropriate ever for us to control other people or to be so overly controlling in ourselves that we miss out on opportunities. We're going to have to watch out for ethics, right? The idea of things being right. What is the right thing to do? Um, and we'll all sort of feel like we need to pursue our own goals. And we may have to deal with those things in the pursuit of our own goals, right? Our ethics and our morality, our control issues, our power issues. Now, you might also be experiencing extremes in your beliefs, in your finances. Again, these are Jupiter and Taurus, Pluto and Aquarius themes. Your personal life, you might be toggling between optimism and pessimism, uh, wealth to poverty, poverty to wealth. Uh, faith, right? Jupiter is a planet that brings us faith, faith in the, the benefit of, of living in a world, uh, faith that we will all do, you know, the right things with, with each other, um, faith that we are enough, all of that versus doubting ourselves, right? Doubting ourselves. So we'll have, you know, collectively be dealing with these issues. And it can also manifest as a, as a desire to create positive change in the world. I think we all are sort of going to be feeling that. And this, since this is the opening salvo of planetary energy to Jupiter moving into Taurus, I fully expect it will be a theme that recurs throughout the rest of the year that uh, Taurus is the home to Jupiter before next May 25th, right? Through the whole year. But we need to watch out for something here. We have this, you know, we want to make positive change in the world, but dogma and fanatical belief systems are also on the horizon here. And we're going to find ourselves having to wade through, um, you know, first we have to address it in our own selves, right? Where are you being dogmatic or where do you have fanatical beliefs? Um, and that would, of course, cut you off from seeing the harmony of all beliefs, right? So we, we're going to have to deal with that within ourselves, but we're also likely going to see those kinds of things reflected back to us from the world at large. 
So we need to learn how to balance our own passion and determination to live our lives according to ourselves, but with moderation and cooperation, because we all also be learning that we have to allow others to have their own lives and their own beliefs and that type of thing. So watch also for the negative signs of manipulation, of ruthlessness, corruption, and those type of things also being exposed, if as it were, during this period of time. So what do we do? We need to respect the views and the rights of other people, uh, avoid imposing our own will upon other people, because by doing so, we could then become a source of motivation for helping, you know, solve duality, right? We want to be able to motivate, inspire people to make a difference using their gifts and their talents, or all of us want to be inspired to use our gifts and our talents. We don't want to uh, take away from other people to strengthen ourselves. That is not ethical. All right. Questions about that? Uh, Christine, yes, Pisces, Sun, and Taurus rising. Oh, wow. So you are doubly impacted here, right? By this. This will be fun for you. This will be a good year for you to really look at your beliefs and all of the things that undermine your, um, your actions that you take in the world. It should be a, a pretty good year for you. All right. So quickly, anybody have any other questions? If so, go ahead and type those in and I'll come back and look there again in a minute. Uh, let's take a quick look at the new moon, shall we? The new moon is at 28 degrees, 26 minutes. It looks like I can't quite read that little print. 25 minutes. Yes, 28 degrees, 25 minutes of Taurus. And that means we are in the closing phase of this Taurus transit. And it's bringing up for us the things that we need to look back on through the sun's transit through Taurus. And what have we learned? What are we learning? And then start something new with that new realization that we have, that new informational uh, uh, thing that has happened for us. And we it is also going to be a time for us to slow down. Taurus is a slower sign. The action of Taurus is slow. It's more plodding, P-L-O-D-D-I-N-G, one step, one foot in front of the other. So we have to slow down and enjoy life, enjoy the, the practice of your spirituality, enjoy nature, enjoy the senses, enjoy the simplicity, the simple things in life. And it's an earth sign. So enjoying the, the comforts of life, right? Um, we may feel during the new moon more grounded, um, more practical. We might even have more patience during this particular new moon cycle. But we'll also need to indulge in self-nurturing. That indulge is an interesting word to use because I think we are very capable of indulging in caring for others. But we need to learn to nurture ourselves, treating ourselves nicely, right? Take yourself on a, a beautiful walk. Buy yourself something new and comfortable, Take yourself on some kind of, of meditation retreat or beautifying uh, treatment, that type of thing, right? Take care of yourself. Set intentions around material and emotional well-being, right? We set intentions with the new moon because that is what is primarily Taurian in nature, right? 
You can focus on creating more abundance, prosperity, security, harmony in your life. You can also cultivate more gratitude, uh, self-worth and worthiness, seeing yourself as intrinsically valuable and not being valuable only because of what you can do for others or do in the world. So this will be a reminder to all of us that we really deserve to enjoy everything um, that are the fruits of our labor, just enjoying life in general um, and aligning with our true values is one way that we can see magnetically that the right things get attracted to us. It's pretty fascinating. Now, there's also that uh, I told you the this morning we talked about Mars trine Neptune. Neptune is at 27 degrees of Pisces at that time. So it's also in a sextile to the sun moon. And then it is also, our Mars is at 29 degrees of Cancer then, and that puts it in a sextile to, or uh, I mean, a trine to Neptune and a sextile to the sun, moon. So we have really good energy coming from this particular new moon. It feels, this is a feel-good new moon, right? We'll break down more about it on uh, Friday when we talk. Uh, we'll get into more of the... Uh, uh, Sabian symbol of it and the human design aspect of it, but that at least gives you so, sort of a, a foretaste of what will be coming up then. Uh, JLo, what about a Taurus, Taurus in a Pisces house? Would you say it's potential for vibrational insight also? Yes. Also, um, clearing out any uh, subconscious patterns, right? Looking at the self-sabotage, looking at limits and, and the limiting thinking, um, looking at patterns that keep recurring in your life so that they can come up for healing, right? Especially around things like security or money and abundance or um, simplifying your life, that kind of thing. So hopefully that's helpful. Good morning, Rosemary. She says, hello from Scotland. It's nice to have you with us this morning. All right. I'm sorry. I have to leave a little bit early this morning. I have a um, question and answer session to go to at nine. It was good to be with all of you this morning. If you have questions, you know that you can reach out to me via email. And I will see you all Friday morning right here uh, for the morning show. Thanks so much. Take care, everybody. Bye. Do you wish you could better understand yourself and what is going on in the world? Well, grab your cup of coffee or tea and join the podcast Living Astrology with Janet Hickox for astrology, human design and Gene Keys wisdom. Mondays and Fridays at 11am Pacific, 2pm Eastern. Podcasts are available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play and your other favorite outlets. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.